Atonement for Me, Online Censorship with Sam Matsuri. Hey, Magical Misfits, it's Kaden Ivy and Sam Matsuri. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at It's Semi Precious. We're pretty excited to, first of all, see you again. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> it's been see other people again. So long. Because I haven't seen you since, that would have been 2019, probably. What? I think that was 2019, actually, now that I think about it. It probably was. It was either early 2019 or late 2018. It's been a while. We've established that (laughs) that time isn't real. That it just doesn't exist. Because we can't seem to get a handle of it on it understand it at time all. Time is fake, time is fake. Time is fake. But you know what's not fake? Online censorship. Oh my god, yeah. And I think that's something that I've probably had a ton of experience with more so than ever before within the last sort of like year or two years. Like since the beginning of the pandemic is probably I agree. When that happened. I yeah. agree. And do you find that if you try to say that to a certain demographic of people, they'll be like, what are you talking about? That's not a thing. Yeah, all the time. I think personally with me on the co- platforms and the communities that I've created, I'm very lucky. In a sense, like it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword where you, know, you almost create like an echo chamber for yourself where you're surrounded by people who believe the same things that you believe and have the same opinions that you have. Um, but that way you're not really affecting change within the minds of the people you should be affecting change with um but i think there it's definitely been a lot of like okay this is happening to me now and i've had people have similar experiences and have conversations about that and really realize that it is very much a thing that happens where when you try to talk about something that is important to you or maybe controversial the internet doesn't seem to like it very much Social media doesn't like it very much. Social media doesn't like a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And it's not always the, like, blatant bans that we get. Yeah. It'll be the other passive... How how is a website passive-aggressive... That's what I want to know. It's actually, like, amazing. I I was reading something. I can't remember what book I was reading now, but it basically talks about how the internet was not built for people of color. Like, things on the internet are not built for people of color. So it doesn't recognize people of color. It doesn't understand, like, cultural references or things like that. And it's being moderated. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's going to be moderated by the people who built it for people who look like them and are like them. So it's it's interesting to navigate that. I think it's kind of funny because it's something that clearly, like, we live with mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But we live with that in the real world mm-hmm. as well as the online world. Yeah. Because the real world was still created and catered for that specific demographic. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Same with the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now people are so suddenly shocked yeah. that you can screen cap everything. Yeah. And you're just like, see it happen. And 
no, mm-hmm. I can't, you're like, okay, but explain this. And yeah. the, there's an excuse for everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's an excuse for everything. For example, why we can't say white on Facebook. Oh, yeah. You can't do it on, like, TikTok or anything. Like, no. You have to spell it differently because it'll censor it. Um, Donna likes to say of the porcelain persuasion. Alabaster. Alabaster persuasion. <laughs> but the fact that we have to code switch around yep. an algorithm. Yep. When we're trying to get a point across mm-hmm. about being... Who we are, essentially, yeah. It, it, it questions your whole... Like, you get really frustrated during the day and you just want to rant something out. Mm-hmm. And everybody else seems to be able to just be like, oh, I'm in a cranky mood. I just... Yeah. I, and, and they can just get it out. But if we do it... It's offensive. Yeah, I mean, and I think I can speak to, because I have, like, I've actually done, like, experiments on this with my social media. Me too. Um, So I think the first time I kind of encountered it was when, you know, in June 2019, uh, in June 2020, when the Black Lives Matter movement really started taking off after the death of George Floyd. Um, And I was, you know, learning myself about it. I was sharing resources on my social media. And I would I went literally within the matter of the, that one week, two weeks, I went from having like 800 views on all of my stories about like my general life and food and breakfast and the clothes that I'm wearing to when I talk about these kinds of things, it immediately dropped from like 800 people to like 150, 120, 200 people at the most. And I was like, oh, that's weird. But I was like, okay, maybe it's just because I'm posting so many resources and sharing so much different stuff that, you know, nobody's really watching it. But as time went on, I was like, okay, you know, like I actually have a passion for social justice and I care about sharing these things. And I noticed that like when I would share it, my engagement would go down. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that, and it would just be on my stories. It wouldn't be on anything else. Like my posts would be fine because I wouldn't share that kind of stuff on my posts all the time. Like I kind of like switch in and out of it type of thing and it would be fine. But then the more I started like looking at it and the more I started posting, I was like, okay, this is a little bit unusual because I got blocked by Instagram twice and they were like, oh, like you're going against your community standards and like Instagram doesn't actually have anybody who... Moderates it. Who moderates it. Like, there's a, you can put in tickets on, like, Facebook Business Manager. Yeah. Nobody will ever and get back to you. you can fight it. You can fight it, but nobody's ever going to respond. Yeah. Like, genuinely, like, there's nobody there. Yeah. Um, and then the more I started, like, looking into it, I started posting about more things. Like, I started posting about the farmers' protests that were happening back home. Or back home being India for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there but was, I remember you posting all about the riots yeah. and all about, like, the aftermath and then all, like, what the different political parties were saying yeah. about it. I, but apparently I'm, like, one of the few people who can see your stories because I'm brown. Because it's literally... I went from having, like, lifestyle posts being, like, 800, 1,000 people seeing it yeah, to posting this. because you're a blogger. Because that's literally a part of my income. That's you're where I a lifestyle blogger. So that's that's what was really challenging, where I was like, I want to talk about these really, these things that are important to me and that people should know about and stuff like that, but I'm not being allowed to share these things, and especially when a lot of the issues, like, the, the whole 
sort of uproar that happened about the issues with Israel and Palestine that recently happened and Sheikh Jarrah and the families being forced to move out of there. That's when I was like, okay, this is really, like, this does not make any sense. And at that point in time, I literally had to censor every single thing that I would post and I would share. So you spell words differently, you add symbols here and there, you make everything kind of look different just so that the algorithm doesn't track it as something that's controversial. Yeah. And essentially block you from having any sort of voice. And Instagram actually put out a statement, like, on Reels. I know! Yep. Yep. I know! They put out a statement where they were like, oh, yeah, you know, how can you get, like, good engagement on your Reels? Because now Instagram is pushing that because they have to compete with TikTok. And they were like, yeah, don't post any political content. And I was like, how are people supposed to spread the word on things like that? But that just makes our lives political. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. We, we can't change the color of our skin yeah. because it's conveniently political for you. Yeah. Because I have a lot of friends who will post, like, really cutesy anime kind of, like, kawaii pictures. Mm-hmm. And they're not Asian, but the algorithm will let it go. It's fine. Um, but if I post a selfie of myself, I'm sexually explicit. Okay, you. I feel like you should talk about this because you've had a lot of this happen, especially with your accounts, because you are very vocal. Like, you are I, very open and, you know, you're not afraid to share these things. And it has happened so much with you. <sighs> Well, at least I can go to you because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm not like a completely crazy person. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I w- for the longest time, I was trying to compile all the pictures from the fabric of our DNA, the fashion show. Yeah. Because I wanted to do an outfit breakdown mm-hmm. for every post as well as incorporate what the model represented and how they were and I wanted it to be personal to them Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be a gift as a designer to them and then the world can also see that Mm -hmm. but because they were representational posts I got um shadow banned from Instagram which is ridiculous I'm I'm I, I was floored because I had a, I had several films that I had just done mm-hmm. that were on the film festival circuit. Mm-hmm. I just done a huge fashion show. Mm-hmm. I was involved with a slew of other things. Mm-hmm. And my viewership went down in that three-month span mm-hmm. 58%. That's crazy. And I'm going... isn't just 1% or 2% following. That is a penalty. That's actually half of the people who you're trying to reach, half of the people who are in a community that you have built for yourself. That is saying, okay, you, you need to step down and be quiet, particularly around your friends because we can't even introduce you to the public. Yeah, and, like, when I think about it now, it's also, like, how many really important people, like, people who are talking about these important things, people, like, 
bloggers and influencers of color who specifically focus on social justice issues and educating people about the things that are happening in the world. Just imagine if they weren't talking about the things that they're talking about, what their reach would be, or if they didn't look how they look, what their reach would be. If they didn't have to answer to somebody who's holding the wallet and whose skin doesn't look like theirs. Yeah. And like like we've talked about, we've experimented with these things and we've tried different things and like we've we've experimented with hashtags and times of day. Mm-hmm. If I post a reel of it could be, look, there's a statue in my house. Like, look at the cute little statue I hid in a corner. Mm-hmm. And I'll get 3K. Mm-hmm. If I put anything about me being Asian or representation yep. or anything like that, I will get two, three hundred views. Yeah. The difference is two thousand views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually I did this experiment on my Instagram about two months ago where I was like, okay, I post a lot of social political content. I was watching your experiment. So I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody anything. I'm not going to say anything. But for two weeks, I'm not going to post anything political. I'm not going to do anything like that because the three sort of like pillars of my, specifically my Instagram where I do lifestyle content because that's where the income comes in. Mm-hmm. I also do South Asian comedy because like that's who I am. And that's, that's, that pe- is you. It's, it's, it's lighthearted. It's fun. People like that. But I also and do it's like... hilarious. I try. I try. Um, Sorry, but some of your impressions are just... <laughs> but I also do social political education on BIPOC issues, gender issues, different things like that. So I was like, I'm just not going to post any of this for two weeks. And when I went back and I looked at the data, I had reached over a thousand percent more accounts. So it's not yep. even a thousand more accounts. It's a thousand percent more, more accounts, accounts because Instagram was not limiting me or blocking me because I was posting happy things about like what I'm wearing and where I'm going and because I like spent a year at 2000 followers mm-hmm. like like it'll go down one or two and it's just like I know that I have friends yeah I know that I work with people mm-hmm. I know that I've interacted with other businesses yeah but you're telling me that I don't and mm-hmm. that I haven't. And I think the worst thing for me, because I, the things that I'm not allowed to post are ridiculous. But when Donald and I got engaged and we posted on Facebook, we like made it all official yeah. on Facebook. Facebook told me that it was against community guidelines. That is actually wild to me. What's even wilder to me is the fact that he doesn't get that warning. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's allowed to get engaged and be all happy, but I'm a... I'm against community standards. Yeah, that that genuinely, like, when you sent me that, I was like, wow, that's... That's new. (laughs) I was like, how is it? How is people... How is people getting engaged? Controversial. But it just goes to show, right, that our lives, our joy, our, the things that matter to us and what make us who we are isn't necessarily what is acceptable. And we do have to, like we do in general society, living in Canada as people of color, we have to work doubly, triply as hard to have our opinions valued and heard and 
be considered to be people who have important voices is very much the same in the world of social media is you have to work doubly as hard to network and meet people and put out content that is actually going to bring more followers your way and keep you sustained, but also make content that works for you and actually has an impact on your life and fulfills you. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, we, we know that our content is out there Mm -hmm. and the amount of people who are so surprised Mm -hmm. that certain things happen. They're like, why do I never hear about it? Mm -hmm. You don't hear about it because you can't. Yeah. We're not allowed to tell you. Yeah. And that's just the tea. (laughs) 